Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following cheer. Shalom Aleichem, Chavra. I want to... I want to share, this wasn't my plan, Gavriel and I are talking, but I'm, I'm going to share, I don't want to say sheer revert, I want to share a story with you. If somebody learns right, Russ, tell me if you mask him, I think if somebody learns Torah right, you don't have vert and you have stories. I want to explain what I mean. Right, she hear what I'm telling I think if somebody learns right, then you don't have divrei Torah, every dvar Torah becomes a story. What do I mean by that, Joshua? Why am I calling the Vartair a story? I think when you take your learning very... Per- How many times the guy saying, I had a Shiloh on my mind, and then I heard a Sheer, and Mamish, that's not a Vartair, that's a story. You were clearing a Vart... If you learn right, I felt my Rebbe's Divrei Torah were constantly stories in my life. And I think just the way he spoke, the way he learned Torah... I always couldn't believe it. things I was wondering about, like, like came up and he told us about. That's not a Dvar Torah, that's a story. The word relevance, the word, it's just the Torah is talking to us. It's not, we're reading the Torah and finding out how to live, how to engage this world. So I want to tell you a story, literally a story. I was Zaycha today in Yeshiva, my children's Rebbe came to Yeshiva. And I have tremendous gratitude to the Rebbe. Here's a person who changed my kid's life. Three of my sons are Talmidim of this, of this Yid. And, and Baruch Hashem, my, my sons went to learn by him. They had Rebbeim, wonderful Rebbeim. And, and they went there to Israel. Zaycha, the, 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 the Rebbe is their uncle. Rabbi Rashlit is a Rebbe of all my sons. A, a Rebbe who they acquired Torah and went with a lot. And yet, even going with a lot, they went and learned by a new Rebbe and he changed their lives and added whole facets and whole understandings and as such brought it back to the family and are changing me and my family's lives. And I was thanking the Rebbe, this is the Rebbe, the person, it's very overwhelming, you're sitting next to somebody who changed my whole family's life I have a tremendous gratitude to him, but I also have a tremendous appreciation to my children that Hagam they had already. And it's and sometimes you could they had, they had they Baruch Hashem. We grew up learning together, living Torah together. They grew up with next door to their Rebbe and, and had Rebbeim. There's always a danger, and I have seen it, that guys who go with Rebbeim to Eretz Yisrael, some yeshivas have very tough times with them. A guy goes with a Rebbe, it, t- it challenges your security, like, whoa, is he going to accept from us or not? He comes from somewhere. I remember being in the Mir Yeshiva, guys would come from Yeshiva's Chavetz Chaim. They come with something, with a lot. Rich guys who come with a whole, a whole style, a whole shita, a whole rebbeim. But then there's the willingness, the security and the willingness to learn something new, to learn something different, to incorporate. They're all different shvatim, all different yeshivas, all different ashvais. 
So I was speaking about, I was also appreciating my children's willingness to learn more, to expand, to start new, to hear something different, and to be changed even though you have. So that's what I was expressing in front of my son's Rebbe. So I don't know what he planned on speaking about, but on the spot, he said over, I want to share a Svasemis. Amazing. I, I introduced him with this appreciation of him and appreciation of my children, and on the spot, he shared a Svasemis. Oh, you're Rebbe as well. He shared on the spot a Svasemis and the Svasemis. I want to share it with the Chevron. You hear why, Maish? I'm not telling you a word, I'm telling you a story. And he said, the Svasemes says, I'm not going to say over the whole drasha, Rabbi Gavriel heard the whole thing, I don't, I'm just telling you the story. But I want to say over Bikitzer, the Svasemes that he shared with us today, and it, it, he said as follows, he said that a person is sold as an Evid Ivri. And the person by Hashem is designed to be by an Adah, and there's some Maila, and Hashem's mitzvah, this gullus, so to speak, of this person, is intended for this person. And the person, if the Evid says, I love my master, as Ishti, I love my wife, as Bonai, he liked the matzav of his gullus. And he was supposed to be in that matzah. He was given an adayim for a reason. There was a rehabilitation, if you will. There was something intended by Hashem. And the person in this matzah says, I love my adayim. I love my wife, my bonai, that he was during Avdos. So he said, the Svasemis says, that's not the problem. That he says, that's rather amazing. You were supposed to love your adayim. The halachas are, are made as such that the oven imach. You're supposed to have it wonderful with the other, and the other takes good care of his evidivri, takes fantastic care of his evidivri. And a is, is is supposed to be that way. As ishti, of course, he was given a wife, he had children, and he has the the the, the says this was intended. It's not supposed to be. No, it was miserable. I hate my other. So what's the problem with this guy? He ends up getting his ear drilled. What's the problem? I have to. He said the problem is the next word, I'm not going free. Says the Svasemis that when a person has good, and a person is supposed to come from a place of goodness, is supposed to have and have a certain stability. The people who learn Torah and advance with a sense, I'm nothing till I accomplish. I have watched this for years in yeshiva. A guy who feels like garbage and is not anything till he does a certain station and accomplishment is a dangerous fellow. And he'll always feel like nothing. He does this, maybe I should do more. He's weiter, he always... The, this first step of steiging is you're, you're an Hashem, you're a holy person. You have a place and a, and a goodness. That's, that's the first step. Simcha is a prerequisite. I saw, I saw a guy write. He ripped like a certain type of chinatre. We want our kids. And he wrote an essay, we want our kids happy. He said if they accomplish, they should be happy. 
He wrote a whole essay, this person. I completely disagree with him. I think he's against the Mishnah. I think a person, the Simcha is before Tyra, and of course Tyra produces Simcha. It's a Tanai. And, and I think it's a tremendous danger of what this person's essay, like, you're good, you're not, you want some respect? Accomplish, and I'll show you respect. I think he's very wrong. A person's a soul, and precious. And there's a mockum where you come from that allows to travel further. Says the Svasemes, Excellent! That's what Hashem wanted. He set it up as such that the guy should have a wonderful experience. And to say, Taka, I love my Adain, I love my wife, and I love my children. And then from there, he's supposed to be able to go weiter. From there, he's from that comfortable place. He, this guy was a guy, clearly, who didn't have a comfortable place. And Hashem set it up as such that he's well taken care of. But he says, like, I'm not going to go free. I'm not expanding from there. That's where the mistake is. What are you, Tainer of Ezi? He's saying that, that it was intended that the guy was comfortable and had a place and had a secure place and a good place was intended by Hashem. The, the fellow's mistake is like, is the unwillingness from that place to admit who, that's the guy you could go right there because you have a place. Because you're good, because you have a good, successful, comfortable feeling, you're the guy who, from that place, explore, expand, and go out. This fellow utilized that place. I'm just staying here. Why would you do that? From your place, extend weiter. From that place, be willing to push out a little more and a little further. And those are the people best built to expand further when you have. I said over, it's a very famous story, and I think, I, I want to like almost correct our version of the story. It's a very famous that Reb Baruch Ber ripped up his notes, so to speak, when he came to learn by Reb Chaim. And the story is utilized to speak about Reb Baruch Ber's willingness to just give up what he knew to learn by Reb Chaim. I want to say, but L'chairi was only able to learn by Reb Chaim because he had those notes. It's not just the story of rip up. It's saying that when he learned by Reb Chaim, he had already. That's why he was able to learn by Reb Chaim. It wasn't just so. Who you almost the story shouldn't be spread. Who taught him that Torah? I would want to be that Rebbe who taught him that Torah of the notes he ripped up. Wherever Baruch Ber got that, what was the stepping stone to Reb Chaim? It's not a busha, like, don't spread, it's a terrible story. I would love to know who that tzaddik is who taught him that tire of those notes that he ripped up. It's wonderful. Because he had, what do you think enabled him to learn by Reb Chaim? It's a little bit like the story of ripping up the notes. Gives us a sense like passeling the Rishonim. I've had many occasions, and, and, and I, I, I grapple with this, in, in, in a career in Chinuch, you look back at things you did 10 years ago and you feel, how did I do that? You feel different. Now it comes out if you tell people, I've now learned after all these years, what's so the early years were bad years? Then you meet guys, you what? They were remarkable years of MS. That was, that's what I knew then. And that's the earnest. And anything that is now only got produced from then. 
So we all, in a sense, rip up yesterday's chiddush. In a sense, I don't know if the, I don't know if the nusach should be ripped up his notes. But the Nusach is, he, he developed new notes, and it speaks about Rebaruch Bears Godless, but only somebody who had old notes could learn by Reb Chaim. If there were no old notes, when a guy came with no notes and learned by Reb Chaim, so what shaykhist would you have to Reb Chaim's Torah if you didn't have any notes, if you didn't have any buses, if you didn't have any place, if you didn't have any success, if you didn't have Chidushet Torah? Precisely from that place of Chidushet Torah, Gives the person the maimid and the and the chaos and everything to stand up and hear a new asag and a new understanding that that maybe even renders the old understanding. Maybe I don't want to say obsolete would be the wrong word, but I, I built new mountains and new towers and new. So from that place of having, from that place of being, to go out and discover more. Reb Nachman, this was like a theme of Reb Nachman. I'm not an expert of Reb Nachman, but this is my understanding, a lot of teachings from Reb Nachman, that a person willing to start new and start fresh and expand at at all the ages of our life, ever willing, and it does, ever willing, gufa because we're good. It's not the guy, like, the, it's not, it's not the person, the, the, the seeker who never finds, who aimlessly searches. That's not, that's not, the, that's not what's going on. Somebody was talking to me, my father, as, as, as he gets older, starting new, new, new dreams, new plans, new ideas. Somebody asked me, is he like one of these searchers who never finds? Like somebody described this. They use the word un- insatiable. They use the word. Not at all. Very satisfied. A happiest, like this Svasemis. Very satiable. It's not like an insatiable searcher. We've all seen that vibe. The insatiable one. The one who no matter what, nothing makes them happy. That's not somebody who finds things. That's not somebody who acquires things. That's, that's somebody who's insatiable and doesn't get. There's a very satiable person who I have to, I love what I have. And I love what I've done. And I love what I found. And as such, I'm so empowered and so encouraged to keep going and get more and get new and get other things. Rabbi Nachman would constantly push this idea of encouraging does, not did, does constantly push this idea this is the Svasemes of what the Ebed says so I want what was the the flaw was that you were given all that it's so fat, beautiful so it, it looks like we, he was like tricked Reb it looks like the poor guy he loved his matzivs so what do you want from him he looks so innocent, and he is. It was like a mistake. But I know you love that you could see speaking to the guy. Let's go. It's I, I, we, I can feel that we all, we're all that guy. From that place, I could see talking to many Bachmas. I'm staying in yeshiva. I don't want to go. I don't. You push him out the door, out of your home, to go to the next, to go learn Taiba. I don't want to leave. I love the house. I love the parents. I have a girl We send our t- children to learn. We say we know a hafti as avi, that's imi, that's basi. But let, you're the guy. You're the guy bedafka who has. So let's go. Let's see what else is out there. Let's expand. 
Let's get more. Let's get. Let let let's find out. I had a conversation with somebody, a person, a person I, I, I hold is very special, who I remember before they went to learn Torah and Eretz Yisrael, had a very big fear to go. They didn't want to leave. Such a, they, they, they were steiging. And today I spoke, Mamish today, it's amazing, this is a story, and today I spoke to this, this Ben Torah, I was talking what their plans are, Nach Pesach, I was talking... You know, they want to learn every minute of this man, but we were talking what their plans are. They were describing that I'm worried to go home. I love home. But they were describing that in the matzav of Eretz Yisrael, out of my bias, I'm in a shtickle matzav where, of, if you will, uncomfortability and automatically expanding, expansion out of my comfort zones and it causes me to grow, to push. I don't know if I'm ready to go back to my comfort zone yet. Handling the opposite of like Eitzei Chafshi. Beside you're comfortable. So, okay, so you're the guy, the guy who's a, who has such a varma place. You're the best one equipped to go. I told this year, I told, Bachar told me that I'm a little uncomfortable in yeshiva. I say more than anybody I want. The is not meant like a guy if he's uncomfortable elsewhere, here you could be comfortable. If you're comfortable elsewhere and you're, you're the guy a little out of your comfort zone, so bring, say, do you have a comfortable place? We'll learn much more from that place. A little uncomfortable. You're not in your bed. You're not with your pillow, with your blankie that gives you security. And a chanami. It's a big deal to give that up. A big deal. So let's see if we can expand. You're the guy you could move later. So that's what Rev Geisler Shlita shared with us this Torah. And I wanted to share this with the Chevra. I think there's messages to all of us. It's not just for others. In our own willingness to push past, to learn something new, to, to extend, to expand, and not to be afraid. And it's true we have. But the one who has can expand. I wanted to share this psukim. I don't want to pass by this psukim without exp- saying something to my chaverim that the psukim hit me, these same psukim. Then we'll get, we have to get to this week's parsha. Our, our, our normal minig is we learn the parsha that's coming, or the Shabbos that's coming. Today we had this story. So, But I want to. I want to just say, one, once we learned this Pasuk, Menachem, I'm not running away from this Pasuk. I want to say that this fellow, he's stuck, he's stuck in, a, in, in a house, he, he was sold as an Eved, and he says, And he stays as an Eved. He stays as an Eved. And I want to say that the guy's words are the holiest words in the world, the Haftiya Sadaini. We have an Adin, and the dream of all our life is to say, And I want to even say that in the guy's journey to being an Eved, he came to seeing an Adin, and because of his experience, he shayach to the ultimate, as Ishti, remember there's not his real wife. Remember, if a guy is married, we give him an, a shifcha knanis. It's not his wife. The psukim even say when he leaves Avdus, Ha'isha v'yiladeh, there's not his real wife. 
But he has a wife. While he's in Eved, you're allowed to give him a shifcha knanis. The Yeladim aren't his. While he's a shifcha, while he's in Eved, he has Yeladim. When he leaves, Ha'isha v'yeladeh t'yeladeh says, V'yoldo loivanim. For the master, Ma'dainav yitin la'isha v'yoldo loivanim v'yvanis. The Adain owns the Banim and the Isha. It's not his real wife and his real Banim. But the guy in his experience says, Then he says, It's so tragic. There's something that gives chizuk and there's something that's tragic. And I want to speak to us. So many people in their journeys feel puzzle for things they do and things they want. Our Ritzayinus, we're built right. Hashem got us right. So many things people crave and want. is Not so many. We're built right. God built us right. Listen to this guy. This one, and it could be even, even B'derech Svasemes, it could be his journey there brought out. If you listen to the guy saying he's the holiest, he's Kaidish Kadosh Mahaftiyas Adaini. Our whole lives are meant so we should say Ahaftiyas Adaini. Ahaftiyas Ishti, yes, Banai. I want a wife and to take care of a wife. I want Banim to impart my t- to impart everything that's precious to me. You're talking about the Spitz giver. Ahaftiyas Adaini. And then he's like his Adaini. He loves his wife, his children. It brought out all the great things, except then he utilized it in the wrong ways. Then he stays by this Adain, he stays by this Isha, he stays by these Yeladim. He, his expressions and his wants are profoundly right. I have found in Besiat Shmaya a career of talking. I talk and I spend my days talking to people. I have found people built incredibly right. And people who have shame and a sense, I'm like, the things I want, the things you want, you want Adaini, you want Ishti, and you want Banai. This guy who ends up choosing, you're just as an Adain that's bigger than this Adain. There's an Isha that's more real than this Isha. And there are Banim that are more real than this Banim. But your wants, the proclamation of the guy is the holiest, Maish, the holiest guy on earth would say this proclamation. This is like the Tzadik Ador, Ahavti Esadaini, Ves Ishti Ves Banai. He just has to, so, so the Shrashim, every Shirish of this fellow is, is profoundly amazing. Okay, he has it in the wrong place. And uh, by the way, the experience may have brought out this Ahavti Esadaini, but now it's time to like get to the Shirish of what you like. You like an Adain. You have an Adain. You have an Adain forever, the best Adain in the world. And the Adain that you're, that brought, that was Ma'ira, this by the way, was sent to me Ma'ira, have the Adaini. Again, it's probably like the Svasemis, Le'etse I don't want to get freed, what was brought out, and to take it back to the Shirish of what you love and what you're into, he didn't, then, he didn't get to the Shrashim of things. Have the Adaini, Ishti Banai. So I wanted to share that, that idea in this Pasuk. Let's move to this week's parasha, to Parashish Truma. Barachayim HaKadosh asks the following, Kasha. And it gives a list of the donations. 
donated for the Mishkan. At the end of the list is Avne Shayam Avne Malum, eleven things donated. The last two items that are listed are the Avne Shayam and the Avne Malum. Esther Chaim Akadish, learn a Gemara Kedoshin Lamed Aleph. The Avne Shayam, 600,000 dinarim, wildly expensive stones, are much more valuable than Zav, Chesed, than everything else on the list. So what's it tucked away at the end, like this whole list? The order is rather perplexing. The beginning of the list should start, Avnei Shayim, Avnei Meluim, Zav, Chesim. Start with, obviously, Zav, Chesim, and Chayshechs is in the order of Chashivos. Gold and silver, copper. It's the order of preciousness. So start with the most, Avnei Shayim, Avnei Meluim, are rare gemstones. 600,000 dinarim. You're talking about crazy value. You should start with the most precious, expensive donations. Answers the Archaim HaKadosh that we all know the story. The Nisayim, they were in charge of the construction. They made such a gishmak. It's such a pragmatic cheshben. A good cheshben. They said, listen, I, I could picture the meeting. I could literally picture all of us saying this. They're in charge. They have the achrayas of the construction of the Mishkan. Then they say, they lead Klaus. They said, listen, let's see what Klaus brings. Whatever they don't bring, we'll bring. Such like a pragmatic challenge. It's like so sweet. It's probably what most people would say when you're in charge of construction. We're in charge. People are going to give donations. We're willing to give it all. Let's see what people bring. Such a practical, pragmatic cheshben. And so Klayisol brings everything. Klayisol like shocks the Nassim. And then there's nothing less to give. All that's left is the Avnei Shem. The Avnei Malum was Klayisol couldn't get a hold of that. And they were able through Malachim, they were able and they gave Avnei Shem Avnei Says the Chazal Nesim are taking a letter away from their names. Hashem criticized what they did. So as such, it's put last in the list. It was the most valuable. It's put last as like a, as a, as a shtickle Nesif, as a shtickle Musr. Much like their name was shortened. They gave last, it's put as a Nesif. It's a yelling at the Nesim. The question begs, like, what's the problem? They were, they were very pragmatic. They were very, like, the cheshben seems very, very cheshben. We have to see what's going to be brought. And, and let's see, like, just simply, you know, it would be like silly, just bring and bring. It's a little, it's weird to just bring. Remember what happened, you know. It, it's, it, we don't need, like, tons. If we give certain, certain schayra, there'd be an excess. Remember, there was an excess. Two days. Remember, all this happened the day after Yom Kippur. Maishu Rabbeinu comes down, tells Klal Yisrael the great news that we're, um, Hashem forgives us. Salach de Kedvarecha. The next day they announce the building of the Mishkan. The next two days Klal Yisrael brings stuff 
they have to give an announcement the day four, day five is the first day Sukkot, the return of Anani Yaakov, the Mishkan was ready to be built, they collected everything, but after two days they had to say, stop ringing! Things came in, it was overwhelming, you picture the scene, people were giving everything for the Mishkan, and the next, this is Waylet, I'm, I'm jumping to Parshish Vayakel, the next few Parshish, but Klai Yisrael brought it all, the Nesim said, like, let's see what's brought, what's not brought, we'll make an accounting, and we'll give whatever's not brought. Now, you could say the Tainas, they underestimated Klal Yisrael. It's the Shailas, what's their mistake? It's a good Cheshven, and by the way, at the end, everything was brought. They were in charge, they're making sure this all goes Gishmak. The goal is construction. So the Shail is for sure the Archaim HaKadosh, gorgeous Archaim HaKadosh, that Nesheim and Amimulum are put last, as a Nazifa, as a yelling, as a Musr to the Nesim, who really gave it last. So it's put last, Hashem, it's less Hashem. The Shail is their Cheshben, like what's, what, what's, what was the problem with their Cheshben? So I want to share something else that, that, that Rav Geisler learned with us today. And I want to share and to learn this Archaim HaKadosh as well as follows. What was the mistake of the Nesim? So Rav Geisler asked the following question. Rishonim say that the Mishkan is called a Mishkan. Shachan means to dwell. But it's called a Mishkan, Melash and Mashkan, collateral. And the Beis HaMikdash is collateral for our sins. If Klaisol does a virus, we lose it. So it's collateral, it's a mashkin. I'll give this to you, hold it, but if we do a virus, we lose it. Say, so yes, what a strange thing to call the gift to us as collateral. What a strange name to call that which is gifted to us. Why is it called? It's so. Its very name is if you do an Avera, you lose it. You'll appreciate Yehuda Tzvi. Tell me, if you, tell me if you appreciate this. I have told parents, this is Chevra, Josh, tell me if you mask them. I don't like when parents give their kids a phone and then the kid does something wrong, you take it away. Then, then he, that, why don't I like that? I've told parents, you never give your kids a gift. Because every gift is just a way of controlling him. So you're really just giving him, like you put the dog in a noose, like, what's in a chain? Your gift is just a hechatimsa, like... <laughs> So you never really give anything. So I tell parents, you give, it's his. That's his hell. You want to punish, punish with something else. Give detention, whatever. I don't know what you want to do. But don't take away what you gave. Otherwise it's going to come that they're going to see gifts. Not as gifts, but as tools of control. It's, you just took away any gift. Just, I don't want your gifts. I, I, I know what's going to come next. They're going to get smart. And I, the gift is not a gift. What's going on with the Mishkan? The Mishkan's what? This gift is collateral. You do Averis, I take it. <laughs> That's what Sir Geisler asked. What is it that it's called a, a, a Mashkan? So he said the following chat. It says the Kruvim this week's parsha. It says that the Kruvim were Pnei and Ishal Achiv. The Kruvim looked at each other. We all know the Pasuk and Divrei Ayamim says that the Kruvim were Pnei Malabayas. They looked to the walls. So the Gemara asked, did they look at each other, the crew, and they looked at the walls? Says the Gemara, was Pnei Meshalachiv. When they were doing the Ratzin of Hashem, they looked at each other. When the Ein Aisim Ritzayin Meshalachim, was Pnei Malabayis. Asked Reb Geisler, it doesn't say when they were not Aisim Ritzayin Meshalachim, they didn't look at each other, it says Pnei Malabayis. What's going on? 
said Rav Geisler Naira said as follows. He said that we have a base Hamikdash. We have a base Hamikdash. Beautiful place of service of Hashem. And the beautiful things in the base Hamikdash, Zav, Chesed, gorgeous place. And it's magical, this place called Mishkan, magical place. But what's the point of all of that glory? The point all is what's hidden in the Pneumius Hadavar, us and Hashem. Said the Kaidish Akdashim, there's, there's no Avaid in the Kaidish Akdashim. It's the holiest place because it represents the Kesher of us and Hashem. He said, They're busy with the externals. They're looking at the bias. You're busy with the trappings. You forgot the thing itself. The trapping is wonderful. We crave the Beis HaMikdash for what it represents, for what lives within a Mikdash. For what lives within a Mikdash. He said a home. A home is a beautiful place for what exists in a home. The Ava, the Ava and the relationship and all the Ksharm. The home is beautiful for what exists deep inside the home. And it contains that and allows for that. But what's precious is that which exists in the home. And of course we want a home and, and need a home for what, the, what happens in the home. He said, Pneim el is what happens, that we forget the thing itself. He said the purpose of Galus, of course we know the Gemara that Pizman, the Galus, when the, when the Gayim came to the Beis HaMikdash, they saw the Kruvim hugging each other. He said we, there was no more Pneim el that was the intention of Galus. There's no, there's no externals anymore. You only have a choice but to get the thing itself. Because you don't have the externals. He said we want back to the thing itself. We want the glorious space Hamikdash that houses that which we have a tremendous choke and a desire for. And the Pneim al is we just get to the external. We're looking at the bias, the external of it, and we forget the, the Pneimius of the thing. That which is supposed to house inside the bias, we forgot. So he said that the vert, that it's called a mashkin, that it's called collateral. He said to Reb Chayim that the mashkin, you hold the mashkin within the mashkin. What was, do you remember the Lashkin of Reb Chayim? But within the mashkin is the chayv itself. You hold the mashkin. The mashkin's not, when I hold collateral, I'm not holding, I don't want this candelabra or this candlestick. I'm holding the chayv, licked in the mashkin is the chayv. I'm holding the chayv, it's not, the mashkin's not the point, it's the chayv I want. Said Rev Geisler that the mishkan's called the mashkin Yisrael. Is I want the relationship to Klal Yisrael. It's not, it's, it's, only, it's only collateral for the thing itself. When there's avainus, Hashem takes this. It wasn't the building I wanted, the building's not called the mashkin. It's called collateral. It's meant to, within this, I'm, there's something I'm holding. There's something I want. I want you. It's not the thing itself. That's why it has a name called collateral. It's not the thing itself. It's the relationship with you. When you do Avinus, I take away the thing. It wasn't for the thing. It's for the relationship. It's for what's housed in this. And what's housed is this bias is a place that you and I could live the Yedidus. A nation that cares about Hashem, that serves Hashem, that's aware that Hashem cares about them. 
and the Ava that lies within the bias, what I want. So the bias itself is called collateral because it contains and it's something you can hold on that represents and brings and allows for the thing itself. That's why he said it's called a mashkin. Rabbi said, what did Nassim do wrong? If they were construction people, they did nothing wrong. If what you're building is a bias and the bias is the point, the Nassim are on point. They said, Geschmack, we're supposed to be construction people. We're supposed to build a bias. So whatever everybody brings, but you're not building a bias, even in its construction. If your goal is the relationship, so all the, all the love and outpouring of Ava Hashem, the desire, the Zrizos, the sense of Klai Yisrael in two days, the picture is marvelous. It's coming in Parshish Vayakel, but Ha'avim Kelas Ashura. In Parshish Truma, there's an announcement. It was Yud Aleph Tishrei's announcement that started bringing Yud Beis Tishrei. We need donations for Mishkan. And the picture of a nation that erupts goes Meshuggah to give to Hashem. If the purpose is the building, so then there's pragmatic ways how to do it. If what you're building is the relationship and the connection and the building's only housing that, stop being so practical and just take off your shirt and give that. It's not, so pra- it's not about the building. The building's only housing relationship. Get involved and just run and ask and create and get part of this love fest, us and Hashem. The building's only an external manifestation, only a place where that is going to be collected and housed. In, in, in a certain sense, more than all the structure, it housed the Ava and allowed for the outpouring of love that existed between us and Hashem. So then stop making cheshbainas. They sit in their practice. Well, uh, what do you... Stop with any cheshbainus like that. It's not, you're overemphasizing the bias as opposed to what's going to be housed by the bias. What's going to be housed by the bias. So it lists all the things in the order, says the Archaim HaKadosh. In an order of construction, the Avnei Shayim, the Avnei Meluim would be first. If you're building a chitzainistic bias. In terms of outpouring of love, Hashem counted the most valuable for this structure, whose essence and importance is the love and the relationship that it housed, are the things that were brought up, the things that people weren't so gecheshben and so shtadi, they just brought an unken cheshben, it was a wild scene. We had way up, we had stuff and extras, people were uncheshben, it was such a wild scene, where they had to make announcements. They push it, we're announcing. Rabbi said, it's one of my favorite announcements. Maybe being like a like somebody who likes a little bit of chaos, the announcement trying to get everybody to stop is wonderful by me. I picture this scene like organized people, like I've always said, like announcements in shul. You never heard of such a campaign. <laughs> could you imagine one of these charity campaigns like this thing so if people could just stop giving like, like, we don't know what to do here we're under mounds of stuff Rabbi Sai, there was such an outpouring of Ava of love, of want and that's what Hashem wanted that outpouring, we weren't building a building the building was but housing that Ava that, that, was, that, was, that was being, that was coming out and being expressed so then become part of the Ava. 
Don't wait a few days. You picture me, wait. If you're building the guy, you missed, you mixed up. You thought we were making a building. You thought the building was the thing. So you had a very good cheshman. Let me see. No, this outpouring, these, this two-day outpouring of chaylas ava, of massive love, is, it all, is what the house is trying, to, is trying to contain and trying to have in it. That's all we want, this outpouring of giving. And as such, your pragmatic building, that's maybe in terms of value the most expensive, that's put at the end. Because that's the bias. That's in terms of what the, the, the needs of the bias. In terms of the ava that the bias is supposed to be housing and producing, and what lives here is the ava, so then it's much more important that which was done by ava. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I want to say, Rabbi say, and this sushtal, Rav Aaron David says this sushtal, and he said to us husbands that the biggest things, people have a sense, and people say, I don't get it, I support my wife, I work so hard, he does. That's Avnei Shoyim and Avnei Malun. And certainly we want to support, but the Ava, the small things are bigger in a bias, he said, because the point of the bias, said, said Rav Aaron David, the point of the bias is the ava and the relationship that the bias houses. Of course, the home is precious, but the home marks and contains something. And he said all the efforts, that all the things that have that ava, a good comment, are much more valuable in terms of a bias. He said there are many men perplexed. I don't get it, like the big stuff. You know, I, I push, and it's geschmack. He's so good that he gives the Avni Shalom But that's for the bias. That's for the bias. And you need a bias, it's true. But always remember that the bias is trying to contain very precious and yanim in the bias. And often what's worth much more of those precious and yanim, a good compliment, and, and, and a kleinizach could be a lot worth a lot more than the when, 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 when what's focused on is what the bias contains, so then zavkez nechayshes could come before avneshayim. Rav and David hit it ahead of the park in terms of our own bias, a house that we're creating, of course, shalom b'neim, shechina b'neim. And he said, it, if a guy is very pragmatic and he thinks his bias is the icker, see, then he'll think certain things, type thinking. And he'll think pragmatically, whatever, that the house is meant to house a certain ava, a certain sense of security, and people here are into each other and thinking about each other. So then a nechayshis in such a max, it might be much before avnei shoyim and avnei maluim. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in shas, including Myron McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203 312 SHAS. That's 203 312 7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.